Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Rick and Bubba. You are listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the daily Best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the daily Best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is seven and a half minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Everybody ready? Hey, let's go. So, uh, it looks like uh, we're ready for another one. Uh, our number is 866-WE-BE-BIG. I hope you've enjoyed the kickoff hour provided by Team Rick and Bubba. Uh, members Speedy, Greg, and Helmsy, they do that to kind of get the day started, get everybody warmed up, get us moving. Uh, so, you can catch that either live or archived on uh, all the Rick and Bubba platforms. Uh, Eddie Van Adler joins us. The YouTube experience will now be enhanced. Uh, he is uh, handling that for you. That's an opportunity to watch live every day on our YouTube channel. Subscribe. It doesn't cost anything, but that uh, you subscribing does help us uh, to uh, with uh, you know opportunities to monetize what we're doing. Uh, and you know, if there's no uh, fuel coming in, if there's no revenue, uh, <laughs> Bubba and I won't be at this much longer. Uh, so anyway, there's a lot of ways to do that. The YouTube channel is one of those. So uh, we always like uh, that subscription. Uh, that uh, that that definitely matters. And you'll also get alerts when the show's live or when the Bible study's live or there's something new there. Uh, that'll kind of keep you uh, posted there. So he's got that handled for you, both uh, the live and the archived and the best of hour today. So always enjoy that. We got another Wednesday Bible study today, too, so that'll be there uh, live at noon Central, 1 o'clock Eastern. Those of you that subscribe will get an alert. Uh, it'll also be archived soon after. We also have an audio archive on our podcast channel, too. Uh, so that's happening today as we walk through the Revelation today, the letter to the church in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Uh, so uh, we'll we'll have that today. Uh, there he sits, the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza in a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy. What about it, friends, neighbors, and associates everywhere? Welcome to the little party called Rick and Bubba. What if I stumble? Somebody say. And what if I fall? There they are, DC Talk. Somebody uh, yesterday, uh, we were... Uh, working on getting ready for this weekend with a walkthrough over in Oxford, Alabama. And uh, we were lunching, and uh, one of the guys on, uh, on on Team Manchurch had just been to see Toby Mack and Crowder on this tour they're on right now, the, the Deep Hits tour. And then Crowder 
open for Toby. And he was like, and he said the same thing that we all said. You know, Toby is our age. Uh, I think he's fifty-eight. He he he's he's in, he's right around fifty-eight, sixty years yeah, old. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah and, and, <laughs> and 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 he said when he hits the stage, he said, "I thought to myself, is that Toby?" Yeah. He was like his energy, and how youthful he still is oh, I know. in the show. I he know. said the the dance coordinations and the and I mean in his energy, he he is bringing it. Yeah, I don't uh, see how he does it. Yeah, and the combination of he and Crowder, because Crowder, you know, is um, the thing with Crowder is they can do so many things, mm-hmm. you know, so many types of music. You know, you don't. It's kind of hard to put them in a box, and they're so talented as musicians, and and just that combined with you know the just power of Toby Mac and and Diverse City and all they do. And, and he said, I, I'm gonna tell you, he said. It's it's like Toby Mac is timeless. Oh, I know, it, I know, it, it, he really yeah, is. And uh, so it was a uh, that tour's uh, going all over the place, and they saw it when it came through Birmingham and said it was just incredible. Yeah, Toby, um, I, I knew he was a year or two older than us. Yeah, uh, so I always say sir when I talk to him. Mm. You know, it's funny. He, he, it was great, and I got some other emails from guys. You heard the guy called the show yesterday about that, but uh, but we'll. Um, We'll talk about that, getting ready for uh, for the Man Church Conference this weekend, coming to, uh, Greg, our hometown of Oxford, Alabama. Greg's going to roll down. He's going to hang with us, and we'll be there. And I, I was eating at, uh, at a great restaurant, Greg, you know, my, my home teacher, Charlotte Hubbard. Oh, that's and, a good her, and her, uh, you know, She kind of embarrassed me yesterday. I was sitting there with the, with the guys as we were doing the walkthrough, and she came out to the table of their restaurant, Hubbard's, which is right there next to the Oxford Performing Arts Center, which is an incredible facility. So excited about that. And um, and so they started the you know how everybody does, Bubba. You've been through this. If anybody, one of your old teachers or something comes around and oh, got yeah. buddies with oh, you, yeah. and, then, oh, yeah. and they were like, "Well, tell us about Rick. Tell us about Rick." She said, "Well, all I can really tell you about," she said, the "thing I guess I can tell you the most about is what it's like to paddle him." <laughs> yeah. And uh, well, and happened. then she just kind of took the plate and left. You know, yeah. and I was like, yeah. "Good scene." And, uh, and I just looked at and said, "I said, yeah, that's a lot of teachers. That's about all." Miss Charlotte, <laughs> pretty, she's pretty funny. We enjoyed dealing with her when we yeah. had our reunion. Yeah, there. she's great. Her it's good food. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. Well, that's Fun. what that's what I was going to tell you. Look, I'm just going to openly admit this, and I know that all the guys that work with me and hold me accountable for me to do a little bit better. And and, and look, I let I let everybody know this from the very beginning. All the people that are you know working with me and trying to help me, and and I tell them, I said, now look, just so y'all know, going forward, y'all are not God. God demands everything from me, but you're not able to do that. Right, you're just a human being. Okay, yeah, uh, and and so there's limits to what I'm willing to give you. And and I and I and I told them, I said, there's one thing I can never give you, and I want you to know this. I told this to Prime Time. I've told this to Sean Thompson, who's helped me and has helped me now, and they both have so much in my life uh, with you know trying to help me nutrition and exercise and all that. I said cornbread is a non-negotiable. Okay. Yeah, and you just gotta. I, I said you're just gonna have to know that, right. and 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 I said so. I just try to stay away from cornbread because cornbread owns me. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So you remember, if you have anything in your yeah. life that owns you, you just try to avoid it, and yeah. and you know, and and so. <laughs> but I said if cornbread cornbread's ever presented to me at any time during this, right, I will fail. Okay. So and I and they and then I, they just start screaming, "Can we go moderation?" I said, nope. "Moderation is the most I can give you." Yeah. But that's but you're I'm gonna have to almost have some supernatural intervention on that, yeah. meaning like there's not any more available. We've run out of it. Yeah, uh, there. You know, it's, yours is cornbread. Mine's Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. yeah. So you know what I mean. Uh, I got caught on that Saturday. So oh, so out. so anyway. So I sit down at this great restaurant yesterday, 
and and it's the cruelest of the cruel. They go, okay, guys. Yeah, and I, I order pretty good. I look on the menu. I said, I think I'm okay here. You know, I have to turn all that in, and you know, because I you know, we have this. I have this agreement. I must tell them what I eat every day and, and all this, mm. and and so you can't lie about it. Yeah, log it okay, in. Okay, and so in that way, you kind of see how you do it, and it helps. So uh, I, she, this is what the wonderful, wonderful person that was helping us said, and I'll be right back with y'all's cornbread. Oh yeah. And I said, what? And and I and I remembered. Oh, that's right. They do cornbread as the warm up. They sit it on the table like people do bread and rolls. Bring they it on. they set a they set a skillet <sighs> with, with with cornbread in it on the table. And yeah. and, and and I just how hot looked, was it, Rick? How warm? It was so delicious. <laughs> it right, and right beside it was that old butter bubble oh. just going. Would you like to? Would you like for me to lay on top of it? You and can't melt? let that. Let me lay on top. Look at Greek got butter. Yeah. I'm uh, melting. Right. I'll just become yeah, part yeah. of it. And, it and, the, and the little you can't let that. It looked great, and the little <laughs> rim around it was crispy. Oh, oh like yeah. I like it. Yeah, like that. And I just said, Fine. And I look. It's just one of those things where you just pick up the phone and go, "Cornbread has arrived." Mm-hmm. And as I have told everybody, yeah. it owns me. Oh yeah. Yeah. So so I had some cornbread. Yeah. And buddy, yeah, I know. Hey, oh, Rick, if the buddy. cornbread could talk. <laughs> I love oh, oh, Crumble up, old <laughs> Hello, old friend. How you doing there, <laughs> Rick? You're so warm. Well, I thought to myself, you, you know, you, it, it's it's you, when you start trying to do better. Yeah. I think to myself, it's not bourbon. No, you know what I mean? it's no. cornbread. You know, yeah, right. It's just it's right. It's at, least, at least bourbon doesn't own me. That's right. <laughs> it could right. be worse. Right. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Okay, let's talk about something uh, that may be uncomfortable. Uh, because of the reality of everything that was going to be said here, but there is something that you can do about it. There, you know, it's one thing to, to make us all feel like, wow, we need to do something, and then there's no no move to action. There is a move to action. So we've all been brainwashed, Rick Burgess included, and, and, and I've been trying to talk to the folks at Bank on Yourself, but we've all been brainwashed in believing the only way to grow our money for retirement is to risk it in the stock market. That's not true. You can reach your financial goals and dreams without taking any unnecessary risk. Do you really control your retirement money based on the way we've been brainwashed to do these retirement funds? The answer is no. Uh, If you have a 401k or an IRA uh, or something similar to that, the government actually controls that. Now, every time I talk about this, I see Bubba's face look at me like, you know, Rick, I can't argue against that. Yeah, I know. I mean, the government controls it. You say, well, Rick, I'll tell you how they control it. They, not you, they decide how much you can borrow. Mm-hmm. They decide when you got to pay it back. Uh, they decide uh, what you're going to owe in taxes. They decide what penalties they put on you if you take out money too soon or you wait too long. Yep. They'll, they'll hit you either way. They, it's, uh, it's their game, Rick. Even though, listen to me, it's your money. Uh, so thanks to the skyrocketing national debt we got and a Congress, Bubba, uh, you, you use this analogy a lot. They're, they're out there spending money like a Saturday night drunk. Uh, so – who knows what's going to happen to your retirement? And that, what about when you see the person in charge of your retirement has no financial responsibility at all? Uh, that's not a good feeling. Well, bank on yourself is a better way to grow and protect your hard-earned money. You earned it, and, and, and you should control it. This retirement plan alternative has never had a losing year in over 160 years. 
some of the things there's more but we, for time i don't have all of them but they uh, i couldn't list them all but you can find out more on yourself on what i'm going to tell you to do next they do have built-in inflation protection they do have tax-free retirement income they give you control and they have guaranteed predictable growth in retirement income no luck no skill no guesswork required your plan doesn't go backward when the markets tumble both your principal and growth are locked in you know what when i said tax-free you want you know you know how you know how much your tax you'll pay on bank on yourself that'd be zero so why don't you move right now get a free report with all the details because you do need to learn more about it and i'm learning more about it as we speak go to bank and then slash rbs bank slash rbs and you get the free report with all the details again bank slash rbs I think we may have discussed this story. I don't know if it was on air, off air. It, it's a it's a big story in the sports world, especially the world of college sports. Uh, and this is the unfortunate, um, well, now it's being alleged a murder, uh, involving an Alabama basketball player. You know, Alabama is uh, one of the best teams in the country uh, right now. Uh, so this story came up, and uh, and th- there was a player that now has been removed from the team that is being accused of the, the murder, correct? Uh, involved, yes. And involved uh-huh. in the murder. And so that person has been removed from the team. Uh, but there's been a new development uh, because, it, you know, it's always bad. But let's just, let's just get real for, for a minute. Based on how valuable the player is to the team, that also has a lot to do with how big the story is. Whether that should be yeah, or not, it is. It's You're just true. true. It's just true. So now, there, there. In the beginning, uh, and, and I, I don't follow basketball, so I'm not familiar with any of these names. But I've become familiar, uh, prepping in this story. The guys are helping us in the break. Uh, that Brandon Miller uh, apparently is a freshman phenom for Alabama, NBA prospect. Uh, so there was some discussion that he was at least at the scene or involved in some way. And so uh, when asked about this, basketball coach uh, for Alabama, Nate Oates, this is, this is the original statement about the involvement in this of uh, the additional player and star, Brandon Miller. So here's his original comments on that uh, when he made them. Involved with situation, just how comfortable were you with his, his proximity to that? And also, if there's any NBA scouts who might be inquiring, what would you say to them about that? Yeah, I mean, we've known the situation since – been we've been fully cooperating with law enforcement the entire time i mean it's the whole situation's sad i mean you just think of it we team close practice with a prayer for the situation today again knowing that we had this trial today i mean you think of jamia and her family kane really think about it her son kane that was left behind so it's sad we did we knew about that i mean you know can't control everything anybody does Outside of practice, nobody knew that was going to happen. College kids are out. Brandon hasn't been in any type of trouble, nor is he in any trouble, type of trouble on this case. Like the wrong spot at the wrong time. So, wrong spot at the wrong time. College kids, they're out. And there's a moment in there where the coach, uh, you know, and I think people have been critical. We're not talking about that there was a party and people got a little rowdy and the police had to say turn the music down. Uh, Darius Miles is being charged with shooting and killing somebody. Uh, and, and Brandon Miller, when he's asked, was he around all that? Well, you know, college kids, you know, wrong place, wrong time. We're, we're, we're talking about a murder uh, and, and a shooting. We're, we're not talking about a party that was a little loud. And so he, he got caught a little flack about that. But at the time, Brandon Miller didn't seem to be 
there was th- that we don't have the information we have now. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. dur- yeah, during yeah, the yeah. Uh, the grand jury mm-hmm. hearing, uh, the testimony came out of the timeline that that implied that Brandon Miller uh, had actually brought a gun, right? And had and it was loaded and handed it off to somebody. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, which you know kind of changed the dynamics of this a little bit. Yeah, yeah. and um, and then. Um, uh, Coach Nate Oates came out and said he thought that it was important for him to clarify the unfortunate remarks uh, that he made earlier. Which we just uh, heard. Right. Yeah. Uh, he said he wanted to apologize for the wording. He said, the entire time I've tried to be thoughtful in my words relative to this tragic incident, and my statements came across poorly. Uh, and he went on to talk some more about that. But it did. I, I think he, he was criticized for being a little careless and maybe flippant a little bit with the details because you're talking about a young lady that has been killed who was a mother who had a small child and uh and, and it is a serious uh, did the uh, did yeah. the kid take the gun to the guy that committed the murder or not yeah according to uh, and the, if the answer are, is yes is wrong place wrong time and i knew this for a while we knew this was going on it looks like you were hiding something, number one, yeah. if we're having to get this from AL.com. And number two, wrong place, wrong time, really? That's where you went with right. this? Uh, come on, Coach. I mean, Showing look, I want to give you some grace on this, but this is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, and that's and that's why he's come back and apologized, yeah. because now we're finding out, and AL.com broke the story, that unfortunately, it, it's unfortunate, like you said, Bubba, that, that, any, that any of this happened. Uh, but when it was Darius Miles and then uh, Michael Lynn Davis, when they've been charged with capital murder, I'm not saying that it makes it any less. It doesn't. Not when it's your a person you know and there's been a murder. But when it when it's not to the star level of Brandon Miller, um, now the coach is realizing. Well, Brandon may have been a little closer to a b- little closer to this than he either is going to tell us he didn't know. Uh, the big story is back to and Bubba could take off his glasses again and say, you know, yeah. what did he know and when did he know it? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this is this is getting uglier now. Yeah, and it's ugly no matter what. Sure. I know what we're saying sounds ridiculous when we're talking about someone's life, but it also is the way the world actually is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. NBA prospect freshman phenom, uh, you know, throwing in points and being key in games on mm-hmm. a season where Alabama is doing really well, it becomes a bigger story if he's more involved in this than was let on. Whether we like that or not, and it's going to have that look like college and big time sports has always had the problem, is it, it's based on how big a star you are on on how you're held accountable. Yeah, and uh, and, and, and look, uh, like I say, it's serious because life was lost. Oh, yeah, and uh, but, like I said, it's not a but, party that got too loud. But but you have to have due process mm. for all involved, mm-hmm. uh, innocent until proven guilty. Even though we have some that have been charged and are being held right now. Right. Uh, another player, Jay. Jaden Bradley was also at the scene, right? And uh, as Speedy was uh, giving us the story, there was some question about when this young lady came out with her boyfriend, they couldn't leave because they were pinned in, right? And whose cars were pinning them in before, right before the shooting started, right? So, yeah. uh, and all this is coming out in grand jury testimony, right? right now. And, and as, uh, as the process is working its way through. In an affidavit provided uh, by the Tuscaloosa County Sheriff's Department, what we do know is on January 17th, uh, Darius Miles did admit, that's the former basketball player, to providing the gun to Davis who who used it to fire the fatal shot that killed her. What's new is 
is that Miles called Brandon Miller to bring the gun right. to the scene. Right. That's what's new developments that AL.com right. released. And if that's the case, you know, why haven't that? Why hadn't there been more done? And I know Alabama gun laws, you don't have to have a concealed carry, and there's that legal side of things. But if Brandon Miller was that heavily involved, why are we just learning about and it? I, and I don't – let me, that, that's, let me that, say that this, was too. The new I, I'm not going to go <clears> as far <throat> to think Miller nor Coach Oates should lose their position or job. I think that's also ridiculous when people are throwing those kind of comments out. Right. But I do think that if you're this young man, Miller – and you've made this ridiculous move, okay? You answered the phone, you grabbed the gun, you took it to him. What did you think was going to happen? Yeah. And so I think yeah. Coach Oates should be able to sit down with this guy and go, hey, I, 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 I didn't think this needed to be said. I thought this was just common sense that yeah. if somebody calls you and asks for a gun, you probably need to call me. Right. You need to call the assistants. You need to let us know. Hey, look, something bad is about to go down yeah. or is being thought of going down, and let let us help you right. any way we can. And by the way, you're probably going to have to suspend you a few games for this because this was a bad decision, and there has to be consequences yeah. for these types of decisions. But I'm not hearing any of that. And I don't think Oates should be fired. That's, that When people start going there, that's, that's stupid too. But there has to be some kind of accountability here. Yeah, well, he, here's what Oates is saying. He said, we were informed by law enforcement of other student-athletes being in the vicinity. This is the new statement. And law enforcement has repeatedly told us no other student-athletes were suspects. They were witnesses only. Our understanding is that they had all been fully truthful and cooperative. In no way did I intend to downplay the seriousness of the situation of the tragedy, or tragedy of that night. My prayers continue to go out to uh, the Harris family. So he's saying, I made those statements based on what the police told me, and now I'm realizing that I may not have had all the information. And, and you're talking about three different levels. You're talking about criminal yep. liability, yep. you're talking about civil liability, and you're talking about the way you run a team and, yeah. and all what's that's, done all that's with players yeah. when they're out of your control, yeah. and then statements you make to the public. Yeah. So it, it's multi-level, and, uh, and it's certainly a, a bad situation all the way around. Well, the update on that story, and as Bubba said, some of you have been asking about it, and, and actually I haven't been following it that close, but I understand now. The update is now there's allegations that Brandon Miller, who is a star, was more involved than everybody thought. There you go. I mean, and that's made the story now escalate to yeah. another level. Yeah. And all those three categories yeah. you just mentioned. Yeah. Uh, 14 minutes to the top of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Uh, we'll be back. More of the Rick and Bubba Show coming up. Much to do on the program today, and we hope you'll decide to be part of it as the Rick and Bubba Show continues right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Some about this kind of stuff owns me. First of all, Bubba and I have been extremely clear that... The Wheel of Fortune makes us feel dumb, and we don't like watching it because we're not good at spelling. Okay? Oh, terrible at it. Terrible. But, I, but I'm going to think that even you and I could have got this one. I, now, I, I know it's not a given. <laughs> I know it's not a given. I feel good about it. I feel pretty strong that, that all of us – this is one, Bubba, that was so bad the audience couldn't hold back, and they begin to scream the answer. Mm, yeah. And the fact that this person doesn't get God. this one – Bubba, there's only one letter left on the entire board. All right, so watch watch this right here. So here, here it is from Wheel of Fortune. Yes, there is an H. She has every letter but one. 
Solve it or spin it or. But do something quickly. Um, I'll spin that. it. Okay. She's going to spin. She's going to spin. Risk everything, Still, first of all. That was You're not going to solve it. Okay. What letter for you? I'll go with a G. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen to the crowd. Uh, Juliana, it's your turn. I'd like to solve the puzzle. Yeah. Fresh tropical fruit. Yeah. Y'all, she went with the G. Yeah. For those what was she you, trying to what, spell? What she, well, how could she not? What was she trying to spell? <laughs> what did what Sajak's reaction? Yeah. Yeah. Did Sajak say something to her yeah. afterwards? Yeah. yeah, listen to what he said. You know, when that happens and you're sitting at home, you're saying, how in the world can that? But, you know, sometimes it's a word that just doesn't want to come into focus for you. It did for you. And in addition to that $650, we're sending you to the island of Antigua. Listen to this. Handled it well. For those of you on radio, the only thing missing in fresh was S. So she thought it was some (laughs) F-R-E-A-G-H. That was the only letter missing in all of that. Greg, there's no even room for A. She would have thought that it was F-R-E-G-H. H. That's what I meant. Yeah. Uh, that's F R E G H. She you thought know, that was a word. You know, when I quit watching the wheel, is when Vanna quit turning the letters. When they went electronic, yeah. it just yeah, didn't, it just the whole didn't, thing. It just didn't Man, mean I'm not the same sure. They don't, they don't need you. Yeah. yeah. So if you're at home, the letters on the puzzle spelled, uh, she had F R E blank, blank, then H, and then tropical fruit was completely spelled out. Yeah. I, I think even I might got that one. She asked for a G. A marker is, I knew it. That okay. is. That's yeah, a mark. That and look, I I put this right up here with word searches and crossword puzzles. I don't I like it. any I kind of it. puzzle I that I got to figure out. So I hate that show. Yeah, I do too. I don't I, like anything I, about it. Pass Ajax's head's too big for his body. All that. <laughs> all that. I, think, I thought he was polite there at the end. He was. He, he wanted to yell, well. you dumb. Yeah, I want to. I'm a family feuder, you know. Guys, I like Steve. Oh, yeah. And this person's name is K H U S H I. She, she has the S-H in her own name. <laughs> Fresh and Cushy or whatever. That's very, observant. That's, yeah. that's very good. What's her name? Uh, Kyushi? 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 I, I don't know. You know, Bubba, you bring up. I name. don't know. She's Cushy. I, cushy. The K is silent. Hushi. I made that. Yeah, it's yeah. probably no, right. No, you're probably you're right. right. No, you, you might be right. Yeah. Well, here's the thing that gets me. <clears throat> Honestly, because anytime there was an international student in my class, I would sit close to them. Yeah, uh-huh. because because they're <laughs> oh, they're, yeah. they're very very smart. And this woman would have given me a bum steer. I would have sat over there close to her in class, and I would have been, I would have been like, she didn't know how to spell fresh. F R E G H. Right. Tropical fruit. Fresh. F-R-E-G-H, fresh. I, I thought she was just being greedy with that last span. She was trying to get, give she, herself more time. She right, was. To figure right. it out. But when you're there, was, when you're there though, it's you know the pressure. It's just totally yeah. different. I, I bet she, if she had her choice, though, I bet she wishes it would have bankrupt and she never made that statement there. Everybody said, ooh, you should have went, though. And she could have, you know, yeah. I would have been more embarrassed rather, by getting the bankrupt. You would rather be scrutinized for a daredevil spin. Yes. Yeah. Being greedy. Yeah. yeah. They're missing the ass. They're missing that ass. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's Pat uh, can't believe but, it. But this show, I, I, there's something about this show, Bubba. We've talked about it for years. I, I don't, I can't watch it. I can't be near it. Of course, you know, I have like Greg. <laughs> Greg, Greg does. Just, he's just annoyed by puzzles. Huh. I've got some kind of weird thing that I need some sort of psychiatric help. <laughs> I don't want anything uh, invo- involving puzzles. I have a reaction to them. I, I freak out. I, they may. I don't like it. it it's, I, I don't some, like Jeopardy either. Yeah, and this oh, show, I, I'm, I can't I'm, even. I've never got one thing right. <laughs> and, and I don't mean this because I know some of you can go. Well, Rick, my gosh, that's just my thing. Again. It's one thing when somebody says, 
in you know they don't like something that means that nobody should like it and mm-hmm. if you do then you know i'm not that person no. you know I've, I've had some things like that in the past and i've tried mm-hmm. to get better mm-hmm. about that by saying it's just not my thing mm-hmm. but i really borderline <laughs> find myself drifting into depression if i ever find myself in my house with will of fortune on the tv mm-hmm. and i think our whole world has come apart we have no we have no motivation right. we have no direction we're accomplishing nothing uh, you know, not, but I can watch other things and think I'm just relaxing. But if some reason that's on and we're letting it go, something has gone wrong. Even in this if house. no one's watching, right? It. We, if we, it's on the yeah, television. I will run in there. We've and drifted yeah. away from our call on our lives. Right. We have. We're not motivated people. We're not accomplishing anything. I can't believe I found myself here. I have friends that watch it every evening. I, I it can't. makes me think of my mama too. Whenever I would walk into right. her house, she would also have the the. The newspaper folded and right. should be working crossword oh, puzzles. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! People I mean, love should them. be sitting there. I'm glad, I'm sir, I'm glad I didn't know her. Oh, Rick. Well, I'm telling you, I can't be around yeah. that stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> my goodness. Mm. Uh, <laughs> what if she'd had a crossword mind. puzzle, had Will of Fortune, and was eating? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Rick, you'd be in trouble. Bubba brought up Family Feud. Okay, and is I love Steve Harvey, and yeah. he's funny. But if you notice lately, their answers are some of them are silly, and there's yeah. no way anybody would guess it. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to be I funny. Think, I think it depends on where they interview the people. You know, if they some interview them, them in California, it's funny. one thing. If they interview yeah, them in true. Tennessee, it's something. Yeah. I guess you're right. It makes Steve mad. Steve will ask like a you know borderline sketchy question and then act all surprised when people give a sketchy answer (laughs) how could you say that clint in georgia clint go ahead yes sir i was calling in to say old buddha kid probably didn't go to the derailment and the chemicals still up there because he's afraid of being exposed hmm okay well I don't know if that was intervention uh, <laughs> in the spiritual realm. But, um, well, Buddha Jake says we need to stay, uh, and we have this quote today that everybody doesn't understand. He was a mayor of a hometown one time, and he dealt with all kinds of disasters. Yeah. yeah, Pro- yeah. Probably probably not, not to this Hannity, level. They uh, dug hey, in, hey pro- uh, probably not. I don't think anybody. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, Hannity dug into some of those, and <laughs> not much. Well, yeah. It, it, well, well, remember well he, he, he is going now, right? Uh, yeah, yeah uh, because 3B, Trump's going today. Yeah, 3B will have – he yeah. just doesn't seem like a very pleasant person. Uh, you know, he was asked on the streets too, but this is 3A, uh, which you were talking about, Rick. The administration has come under some fire for its response. The mayor of East Palestine has said it took nearly two weeks for the White House to contact him. There were shouts of, where's Pete Buttigieg at a town hall meeting last week. Uh, what's your response to that? When are you going to go to East Palestine? Well, I am planning to go, and uh, <laughs> our folks were on the ground from the first hours. I do want to stress that the NTSB needs to be able to do its work independently. But when I go, the focus is going to be on action. Look, I was mayor of my hometown for eight years. We <laughs> dealt with a lot of disasters. Now- <laughs> what a joke. Mayor of his hometown. He dealt with a lot of disasters. <clears throat> He's a, He's a good a piece of work. <laughs> All right, we'll come back. Biden's been out talking again. That's always fun. We'll hear some of his quotes. You think Trump will have him oh. rallied up today? <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, so we, we do have a, a little bit of Biden today. And, you know, anytime Biden's talk, talking, it always, it's like, a, boy, you're just hanging on for dear life. So <laughs> here, here we go. Where did he go? Here we Where go. Did he go? He's hiding in the basement. 
Anybody know? Here we go. Basement Joe. All right, so um, Basement Joe. Uh, J- Joe is going to be talking about. Um, um, is this with when he's dealing with NATO in in one A? So um, we know that the the Ukraine is not in the NATO. Right. Is he just saying? If how is NATO tied to what's going on in Ukraine? Well, I think he's just saying that uh, you know there's NATO nations close by. There are, that, yeah. Uh, you know, there. If you attack one of us, you attack all of us, and which means the U.S. has to cover everybody. Now, again, uh, I've yeah, noticed it. I've noticed in the past dealing with Taiwan and China, and and other conflicts, his administration doesn't like when he draws these kind of lines right. that are so black and white. Because he's he's telling the world that if this does happen, we're in. And many times, you know, they've tried to walk him back and yeah. say, "Well, now, well, you can't that, you can't really walk back from the NATO." I charter. don't think you can. I mean, the NATO yeah. charter yeah. is very clear. Yeah. If any of the, our countries are attacked, everybody has to join in. Yeah. Yeah. And wasn't he in Poland when he made this statement? Yeah. Uh, saying they're part of NATO. Yes, right? they are. Okay. So, they are. so here we go. <clears throat> and let there be no doubt. The commitment of the United States to our NATO alliance and Article 5 is rock solid. Every member of NATO knows it, and Russia knows it as well. An attack against one is an attack against all. It's a sacred oath. Sacred oath to defend every inch of NATO territory. Yeah, there is, yep. you know, he he got a little angry there. I would agree with him on that. Uh, it is, um, you know, it for some reason he didn't get this big a response at the beginning. I is, is well, that, I don't it, think that maybe they didn't know what what section five or Article five okay. meant or something. Yeah. Uh, for a minute, I thought yeah. it was like I thought he was Jeb Bush. I mean, there yeah, just oh, there yeah. wasn't much. Do you remember the time that Jeb <laughs> yeah, Bush thought he really made a statement? <laughs> well, like, you, clap. Clap well, you know, there, there's I think there's a thing too, Rick, and I, I I don't know. It's hard for me to put my finger on it, but. You can make a stern statement, and mm-hmm. it comes across as stern, and people will applaud it. He's making like an angry statement. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. No, There's a right. difference. No, you're right. There's a difference in what he just said, and say Ronald Reagan when he said, "Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall." You know, I mean, there's a there's a different. He's trying to have that moment, and, right. and it, it's right. like a jacket that doesn't fit. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he comes across <laughs> your right as angry. You know what I mean? Like something's yeah. just a little bit clunky, yeah, not quite. Not quite. Uh, let's go to one C. All right. So one C. Now this is the we don't know what happens here because that first statement. I think you know, like even though you made a, a, a fair point, I, I think we would all, based on where he is now, give him a pretty good score on the NATO comment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. Downing in that, but yeah. it's just. But it, your point is valid. Right. So now we you mess get, with one. Now we get to where he claims to be Polish. Is, is that uh, Yeah. Polish? Well, yeah. And, and they're sitting around a table, so there's a little mumbling and soft talking here. Uh, yeah, so just get ready there. for that. Okay. All right, here we go. Connection between Polish and, and, and uh, Polish and American people is extremely strong and deep. I was kidding with the president. I was, uh, as a young man, I was uh, born in a coal town of Scranton, Pennsylvania, northeast of Pennsylvania, in an Irish Catholic neighborhood. Then when coal died, we moved down to Delaware, to a town called Claymont, Delaware, which was a working class town. And, uh, but everybody in town was either Polish or Italian. I grew up feeling self-conscious. My name didn't end in SKI or an O. Uh, but all kidding aside, the connection between, I was telling the, the president, the pride 
the overwhelming demonstrable pride that the Polish Americans feel about Poland and the role you're playing now. We were talking about it. It's extreme. Yeah. It is. It, uh, it is. Uh, you would be, if you haven't seen it, you should come and see it. Well, Alrighty. Yeah. yeah. So well, a, it, it, what are we going to say? Joe. Joe does this thing where he wants to relate to any group right. he's with, That's and he true. he goes back yeah. to Scranton and right, always and all that working and class, class. Corn pop, working class. Yeah, you, black you know, swimming pool. He, <laughs> yeah, he he's tied to minorities through <laughs> sure. Scranton. He, he's tied to uh, now the Polish people. Right, he was right. tied to the gay <laughs> community. Right, yeah, right. Uh, I rode the train further than anybody. They just love each it's, other, Joey. It's kind of a strange thing that. Anything he exactly runs into is. goes back to Scranton. <laughs> Angelo, the train conductor. Yeah. He has to have some, you're right, some personal connection. So he was saying that he ended up. He's some, got hairy legs. He can relate to the people of Poland because he is. they moved to a town. And it's always and he always wanted to be Polish. How about this? It's always working. Yeah. It's always working always. class. Right. Always working class. Yes, right. Now, right. when was the last time a Biden went, went anywhere near a job? No. That, 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 <laughs> that was not on They the, ain't had a hand on a shovel and I don't know when. Well, they're working uh, class people. Right. right. Well, I know they are. Just, uh, especially, yeah. depends on what you define well, as working, I guess. Yeah. Just ask you, uh, since we're talking about Ukraine, ask about uh, Hunter Biden. They, they yeah. find him to be quite a good sure. worker. Yeah. So... Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he'll be with people who have absolutely lost everything, and he'll be like, "Yeah, we had a kitchen fire one time. Yeah. So I know how you feel. I know how you it feel. was in Scranton, and my dad said, Joey, I told you about leaving the stove on.' Uh, so anyway, you, you uh, know the Polish people, though the the defense of their country has to be something that is very important to them because they got they got ran over by the Nazis at the beginning of World War II, mm-hmm. and then the Soviet Union moved in and took them over at the end of World War right. II. So when the uh, the Soviet Union fell apart and they they could have independence, they they latched on to NATO. And uh, I think that was a wise move, and I, I I know that they're very concerned about what's going on with Russia right now because no they're doubt. they're right there in the you know in the region. No doubt. Yeah. All right, one D. We now think this isn't the president falling again. No, somebody but, in the administration falls down yeah. Air Force One. Yeah, I mean right. big time. When it first happened, everybody's like, was, "Was this the president?" Yeah, it's not Biden. No, but right. you see him come flying down the steps here in a second. Oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs> That was way worse than I thought it was. Y'all ever jumped up on the rail and slid down? Yes. That's, That's what, what it looked yes. like. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Y'all <laughs> slid down. Oh, that's so good. No. I wonder who that is. Y'all, I, I, mean, I don't want him to get hurt, but if that had been Biden. <laughs> oh, 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 my goodness. So how did he... Did he get on the no, rail Joey. and slide down? Wait a minute. It looked like that? it, didn't it? Wait a minute, guys. I, I'm looking. You can't see because of the wing. Nah, he tripped. Uh, yeah. Somebody, yeah. somebody he, fell from above him and hit him, and it's two people coming down, yeah. I think. See oh, that person? It looks like yeah. somebody falls into somebody and takes two down. See right there? Uh, maybe I think oh, maybe you're right. Wow. Yeah. yeah I, 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 think, I, think it's a, I think it's a bowling pin effect. <laughs> right. Hey, you, that you was a lot worse fall than I thought. We need to have those steps checked on that thing because everybody's falling. <laughs> I just down. need to Good. go to escalator. What about him picking up speed coming down the rail? See, yeah. what, is, is, it, is, it, is it Jack? I wish we had that shot. Uh-huh. Thing. Yeah. The wing yeah. blocks, but if you look, somebody falls from up oh. higher and hits that somebody person. Somebody tagged somebody. Yeah. yeah look, right. Somebody fake oh, fell and somebody else, and that sent them down. Oh, my goodness. goes the dominoes. Stick him. 
grease on the rail? Stick him. <laughs> or who greased the rail? Or, I mean, they're sliding down that thing like it's a slide. Or was it a? I'll tell you one thing. You might you popped off to me on air. I heard all I want to hear from hey, you. As soon as we start down these steps, we'll see. We'll see, pal. And right, right. stick him. Yeah. <laughs> stick him. Stick him. Uh, it kind of has that look, doesn't it? Yeah. How about this? Let's be thankful it wasn't Biden. Yes, I know. He wouldn't survive. Um, he'd, but he'd got injured. Yeah, that's a broken hip. If I've ever oh, seen. Oh, the hip wouldn't have a chance. Stick him! Stick him! Stick him! Stick him! All right, we'll be back. Eight six six. We be big is the number. Stick him! And Rip, we have a controversial play in baseball that's drawing a lot of questions. Yep. So uh, I, I didn't even know we were playing baseball. It's February. Oh, yeah. It's February. Rick. It started. Well, it's February. Yeah. All right, we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, uh, coming out. Uh, we So we have, um, we have a, a baseball player that gets ejected for excessive celebration after hitting a game tying home run. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that it? And, yeah. And the plays for – who's UW? Uh, Washington, the uh, University of Washington. Yeah. Okay. First baseman Will Simpson. Will Simpson. Uh, they're saying he admired his two-run homer a bit too much. And you get ejected? Uh, and they ejected him from the game against Santa Clara uh, University on, on Monday. Uh, it's the top of the six. And he hit a bomb to left field, tied the game 6-6 between the Huskies and the Broncos. And video of the home run has, like, stirred everybody up because nobody knows why he was ejected. Now, he did hold on to the bat a little long, uh, and they say that might be it. But y'all take it and listen to yourself and see what you think. (laughs) Home run. Holding, 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 bad, flip. Bad flip. Not that bad. Not that bad at all. He got ejected for that. Uh, now he keeps on going around. The other here is that when he gets to third, he underlines Washington on the front, but he's talking to his dugout. Or it said, yeah. And now he comes around, gives third base coach a little high five, whatever, meets That's the it. guy on deck, and then the hole, we got to jump up. We do that. That's he comes normal. over to the dugout. He gives everybody high five, and then the umpires yeah. come together and eject him. For a, I bet uh, excessive that, celebration. I bet that went over well. Yeah, I'd like um, to see that footage. Here's uh, what I would say to that, and I, I didn't see anything excessive there, did y'all? Because no. matter all, of fact, I'd toss him for not celebrating more. Well, here's the thing: I, I don't understand because I know I there'll be it. there'll be some ump apologist call, sure, yeah, and and they'll they'll read us the right act on the uh, by the letter of the rule. And what I'm thinking about, I would hate to know that I was in a game as a coach. That my whole livelihood is depending on this, and the umpire that is controlling the game is is watching a player after they hit a home run to the level, watching every little thing, trying to find some way to toss my player. Yeah. Because what they're really designed, what they're there for in all sports, if I understand, and I think I do correctly, the role of the official, and I'm using the word official, which would apply to whatever you're called in your sport. They're there to try to keep people from being unnecessarily hurt outside the rules of the game, and they're there to keep another team from getting an unfair advantage outside the rules. Mm-hmm. They're really not there to police. Um, I think he held the bat a little too long. Um, I don't think I liked him underlining Washington as he came around third to his own team. Mm-hmm. If, if you're the kind of umpire that you're paying attention to all that garbage – 
you, you, now you're almost drifting into like you're some Pharisee. Mm-hmm. I remember telling one time, which an, uh, a referee said he'd never heard this before in his life. I said, I feel like when I'm in a game that you're officiating, I have to follow the Levit- Levitical law to the letter. <laughs> right. And you're watching for me to, you know, like I, I, I stepped to the right before I was supposed to by about a half an inch. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't really need this kind of over-examination of a home run that tied a game. I, don't you think there's – there's? I mean, this is – a. There has to be something else. We're not. Are we seeing missing the same? Well, well, we thought we even talked about did he toss did, him out of the game? Did he cuss coming around the bases or whatever? But they don't say that. They say excessive celebration. And, so. and, and I know in basketball because we've seen this lately a couple of times. Say you go up and you slam on some guys or whatever. You can't look them in the face. You can't stand over them. And a lot That's of times, Rick. A lot of times, Rick, you'll see them do this. Like you're way down here. You yeah. put, you put your hand down to show, but you have to do it. To your bench, not the opposing player's bench. Can we please? Well, I don't know. But the last thing any sport needs is more rules. Yeah, well, (laughs) into that. And we got some more. I mean, after opening weekend and the midweeks that started up last night, there's been a lot of automatic strikes because of the batter stepping out of the box. And we have have another one. (laughs) Here again, this, this requires audio as well. You got uh, it's in the third inning, one out. We're it's close. a two. It's a two-two count with the bases loaded, <laughs> and 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 this batter is about to be have an automatic strike called on him, which is uh, is going to be here. Take a listen to this. Akadona again looks and gets a sign from his catcher. Two-two coming up. Ball outside. outside. So he while the ball's being thrown back, just going to make any pitcher he faces. He's got his toes on the batter's to the very box. Last strike. Line. Actually, one of two guys that. Don't want to jinx anything here, but has not struck out yet this Steps season. Steps back in. He'll foul pitches off. Full He'll watch count. pitches just like that one. Pretty good pitch. And then, and then the, the violation, violation, on the the strike violation on the batter. That's going to be a strikeout. Coach the, Shelton's going to come out and get a uh, explanation. So once again, we talked the about the new rules coming in place. Ralphie is a guy that takes <laughs> a little more time. I don't know exactly if he got in the box, stepped back down, and if the clock had restarted. But that's exactly what happened. I think what Coach Shelton was arguing about is when Rafi takes that, that pause, right there. he doesn't fully step out of the box. He just kind of opens himself up. Like right. his left foot's still in the box, so really the pitcher can throw it whenever. But yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I, I've, I've looked at some of these rules and the reason for an automatic strike. The batter refuses to take their position in the batter's box. The batter leaves the batter's box while the pitcher is in the process of the pitch or the batter unintentionally hits the catcher or whatever. What got this guy here is that once the pitcher uh, – approaches the rubber and gets ready for the pitch. He's one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi. He's waiting on the batter to get ready, and apparently the field umpire, which is a judgment call, says you're taking too much time. It's an automatic strike. But the pitcher could throw. Well, here's here's my good question behind this. Who who is supposed to make this call? Yeah, is that shouldn't that be the home plate? You would think Ah, so, so. and you would think the home Ah. plate. And maybe this is going. This discussion's going on, but the home plate umpire should go, whatever his name is. Hey, listen, get. I know this is a new rule. Right, and maybe he did that. I know this is a new rule, but if you continue to do this, I got to call it a strike. It's okay. the rule. Yeah. Now, good yeah. out here in the middle of the field. I don't think you should be making is that, that his call. call. I don't think I don't it know. is. And it was and, I've counted twelve seconds in between pitch. I mean, it wasn't a long time, but job. it's an effort to speed the game up. But what it's going to do is slow it down because the uh, coach is going to come out and argue yeah. 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 for another minute. So now, what have you accomplished? We've got a and there's another uh, thing that happened. Uh, I guess it was over the weekend. Rick. Speedy can help with Tennessee. <laughs> 
where there was a player that stood – he did everything right, okay, mm-hmm. and the pitcher was taking way too much time. Right. Oh, yeah. And he continued to call time out. He started screaming. He was looking at the pitcher because yeah, the pitcher's I just standing that. there delaying. He's screaming, time out, time out, time out, time out. And the umpire would not give him a time out. So that he could – I mean, it was the most ridiculous thing. Wow. We, it, it will take time. Yeah. I get that. But – Stuff like that yeah. in an eight zero ball game. When it, does it really matter at I that know. point? Why, why don't our ump's not trained to understand the atmosphere in the game you're in? I, Greg had was all over it. This was a new rule, and this guy could not wait to use mm-hmm. it. Yeah, he, he was could for not wait because now he's getting more attention in the game yeah. now because mm-hmm. he's got more things he can say. And that, ah! and that happened all weekend. That's yeah. just one example. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and I love how the announcer he just anna- uh, just said this guy had struck out all year. Did yeah. they ring him up on that? Right, right. <laughs> Oh, it's struck out. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I don't want to jinx him or nothing, but this guy hasn't struck out. I don't want to jinx him, but I think I will. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, top of the hour. 866. Oh, man. We be big is the number. We'll be back. More. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as we work our way back, Greg, uh, kind of gather yourself here because you're going to see a video that may be traumatizing oh, okay. to you. Maybe troubling, uh, and I know I don't want to see you get upset in front of everybody. Uh, apparently, the Budweiser Clydesdales uh, got tangled up at a San Antonio road. Don't, wow. don't, don't, don't say that. And I know that's going to be hard for you to Please watch. Please tell me they didn't now, dump their payload. Now, this is there. from PETA's Twitter account. Look at okay, them big old so you know. mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so they're... Okay. Ooh. Uh-oh, we got some going the wrong way. Uh-oh. Clydesdales are going the wrong way. Oh, no, they're in a big wide. Oh, no. Uh-oh, there go one going down. One is not Greg, this has to be hard to watch. Oh, no, look at him. He can't get up. I call it row two. Row two did not fare well. This has to be hard to watch, Greg. Look. Oh, no, and I ain't laying there. They're getting all that gear off of him. Oh, no. Okay? I haven't seen anybody get he tangled up. He jumps up, though, right? I haven't yeah. seen anybody get tangled up in San Antonio this bad since Charles Barkley mentioned Victoria's Secret. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> That's good. But they just decided to get out of line. All right, so that guy knows immediately when one goes that way. Just how quick he jumped yeah, off the wagon to get him. And, and it was in. Yeah, they turned they into one, the wrong two, way. three, yes. so there's four. Yeah. Oh, he knows they broke rank. Right. They broke rank. They broke rank. Uh-oh, that's not supposed to happen. Uh-oh. No. We got one down. One's down. Oh, no. You don't want her to Clydesdale. Well, no, Greg, you don't. Here's one good thing, Rick, they didn't dump off any of what they were carrying. Greg, it's a big animal. Yeah. Here's big. a big animal. Do y'all remember? seen him in person. Do you, yeah. you, I remember I used to watch Greg, and he would – Mm. He, I know you have to talk because it was San Antonio, San Antonio. But, but anyway, the um, um, and I've been to this rodeo by the way, Rick. Uh, but where's the, our bell? We need our bell back. Yeah, um, I remember watching Greg just his eyes just well up with emotion when they would remember the slow motion footage and here comes the king, here comes the, the big, big number <laughs> one, boom, 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 Budweiser. Remember, yeah. I, mean, yeah, I mean, that was the uh, Clydesdales. So Adler, speak to this. All right, so at the San Antonio Stock Show and Rodeo, (laughs) the Budweiser horses are part of it every time. Okay. And they do this thing. I don't know why they're so proud of it, but they have that 100-year-old horse and buggy carriage setup, whatever, and you've got a a big old line, a big old row of these horses. And they every single time I saw them do this, they go go out in the middle of the the dirt there, and they get the horses to kind of walk sideways mm-hmm. so that instead of a straight line, you got horse and horses and buggy, it makes almost like the shape of like a seven. So it's a pretty, pretty tight angle as the horses walk side by side. Yeah. 
And then I like how you're acting in it. Side by side. Yeah. I like that. Clip clop, clip clop. Yeah. And then they say, now watch this, and then they straighten it out. And so they go and, and, and they show how, how versatile the buggy was and how you know well trained the horses are. Mm-hmm. So that's always part of it. And you can see just somebody got the wrong idea. Those two those two in the very front. Yeah, they went. They went right doing. when they were supposed to go left. Yep. Edward, I don't know if Look at him. He's supposed buddy. to make a left hand turn. Yeah. He got turned around. And oh, now I got you. And now instead of a straight line, you got a, a six. It mm-hmm. looks like they're trying to make a six. You got a mess. Oh, and one goes got? down. It's like my uh, wife's driving. One goes down. Peter's mad about it. Adler, yeah. I don't know if you could pull this off. Uh, Look at maybe that. tough to get in touch with him, but I'd love to hear what Henry the horse has to say on that. <laughs> <laughs> he was very upset. Yeah, I bet he didn't like it at all. So all horses look up to the Clydesdales. Yeah. Yeah. And Speedy, Speedy mentioned that this was from PETA's uh, Twitter account because they're trying to push this video out there to show how poorly the horses are treated and all this. Those horses have amazing lives. Oh, they, they get they treated better than most. Here comes, the, kick, here comes yeah. the big oh, number they, one. They get pampered. Bum, 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 Absolutely. Yeah. So give me a break. So give me a break. And then once they got all the gear off that when he got up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's almost like they had to say everything. Whoa, whoa, yeah. everybody. He's thinking, I can't get up with all this on me. Y'all got to get it off. <laughs> Somebody help so me. everybody knows. Uh, shifting to another topic, that you know, this has got to be one of the most biggest step outs on an attempt at a marketing plan you know people have stopped drinking soft drinks like they once did and you know they've been deemed unhealthy and and you know we have you know and, and that's the reason why you see these these soda companies going to all these other different kinds of drinks trying to play to it this seems to be bubba maybe an attempt to get men to start drinking coca-cola and pepsi again uh, i mean it, it it's it's a little bit of a I would say cutting edge marketing plan. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. but it's like Pepsi and Coca Cola said, let's work together on this one because mm-hmm. we need people back drinking our our sodas again. Uh, um, well, they're reporting, Rick, that and and see the headline here is this a is going to make asking little, John Thomas about Coca Cola yeah. very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, this, <laughs> this is a little misleading. Yeah, okay. yeah, it is. It says, uh, "Are you a man or a mouse? Men who drink Coca Cola or Pepsi have higher testosterone we'll levels." Say it? Testosterone. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't know about my testosterone. Testosterone. What about my testosterone? Give him a coke. Who am I, President Biden? Right. And they also have other things that seem to say that drinking these drinks make you more manly. Say it. Right. <laughs> well, they said, Greg, in mice, they, they are seeing that the yeah. male mice so seem to be showing some enlargement. Yeah, uh, they are. A couple of them's feet won't touch see, the ground. See, they, they say this about men who drink <laughs> this, but when you get down into the story, it's actually just in mice. It's rodents. In a, in a lab. And tab. they say it may suggest that. Right. But this right. is what it's doing to the rodents. Well, uh, and they think it's like that a major league. But I mean, somebody said nobody's drinking soft drinks anymore. So I tell you, we get men to drink. Yeah, I yeah. tell you what, we're going to tell them if you're a real man, you're oh, drinking wait. the straight Coca Cola and straight Pepsi, right. and your testosterone levels will go through the roof. Yeah, or whatever Bubba says. Testosterone. Testosterone. That's it. I was already. I tell you what, it happened, and y'all know exactly what happened. I saw the line under it, and it messed me up. Yeah. <laughs> that word. I was hoping you'd just read it. Yeah. I know. Well, well I, of course, Greg to told better. you what. Yeah. Uh, I like I how we try to term. tiptoe around it. And he goes, yeah. I, I used a medical term. <laughs> yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. Well, Greg wanted me to transition by saying, speaking of Clydesdale. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I didn't think that was the way to go. I didn't think that was the way to go. Uh, uh, so. It's a tie. It's a tie. Speaking of enlargement, the mayor in the second row. 
looking good. Everybody knows you're telling to holler at me, okay? <laughs> the mayor in the second row. <laughs> Top of the hour. If you're leaving us, have a good day. Thanks for being with us. For the rest of you, more Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. <laughs> Gator, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Bubba, hey. I just feel like that the uh, I feel like the proof to to support the fact that the, the earth is flat is just piling up. I feel like it's got you down in a wood pile stomping on you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't spend a lot of time worrying about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know honestly if there's 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 a lot of dumb things. I think saying the earth is flat may be. It's definitely a top five dumb. <laughs> Uh, it, it, it's it's well, it's it's completely asinine. Mm-hmm. Well, Bubba, I just want to see if you could give all the flat earthers out there name one fact that could prove that the Earth is round. Name me one. Name <laughs> me one. <laughs> well, I'll tell you a good one. John Thomas was just talking about where he just came from. It was summer. Right, that, that's and they're headed one. into fall, yeah. and we're in the winter, headed into spring. Yeah. Can't have that on a pizza pan. No, no, that that's you got to a- have a ball that's uh, angled at about twenty three degrees, and uh, somebody's getting summer, somebody's getting winter. I guess all the pictures of a sphere, you know, they're fake. So I guess John claiming his climate is different is fake as well. All right, why not? That he's in a different season. Why not? So that, you that, know what? It's always bothered me, like when you do New Year's, you mm-hmm, know, and they mm-hmm. show. Right, like them celebrating New Year's in London, and right. it's still daylight here. Right. You know, just sun is about to go down, but it's like real dark there. Yeah. You know, right. yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you how you ever convince somebody of that. So, so I'm like you, what you said originally, and I know he's trying to use some of the quotes from Biden and all yeah. that, but but the uh, you know, it, it, like that, here it is right here. Here's Biden on flat Earth. Name me one. Name me one. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he's, he's, he's not going for a distinguished so name comment that's going to make the you know the replays of history. He's gone into angry old man that somebody got an apple mm-hmm. out of his yard. You know. Yeah. No, you're right. It's yeah. it's two different things. Uh, to Peggy, Peg, hey, what, Peggy? Welcome, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Hello, gentlemen. Hey. I was kind of, I mean, are, were you guys happy with the segment yesterday y'all did on Peggy, the way y'all talked about her and everything? I mean, you, you guys watched that and felt good about that afterwards? I thought it was probably one of the funnier segments yesterday. And she yesterday, was doing a good job. And yesterday's show was a bit of a dragger. I didn't think it was really good from start to finish, but I thought that was <laughs> one of our I thought that was one of our uh, What segment are we talking about? You know, I don't when, remember. When big, big Peg the, the, said the alligator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, okay. That was the alligator. Yeah. The alligator. That was, I I, yeah, she I thought, did a great job. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> If you guys can go home, have your wife, have your mom, have your sister, all of them watch that segment and tell them and ask them, are you guys okay with the way I talked about that woman? Mm. I thought that was just, I've watched y'all forever and listened to y'all, but yesterday was just for the top with the way y'all treated that woman. That's just, I, I, I was just disappointed in y'all. Well, oh, I'm God. so sorry. Well, yeah. And I, and I, it's, it bothers we'll me. Do better. You, you don't seem to have any concern about the alligator. Well, y'all didn't even make it about the alligator. Well, we I talked mean, about his legs being numb. We talked <laughs> about, about his poor lady that got eaten. What about the woman that got eaten? Yeah. Yeah. That's who we, we all really been sad about. I, I'm sorry. It's a fact that if you bring somebody in that looks like that, that sits on the back of the alligator, he's done. Yeah. And obviously she's done it before. Yeah. And we they also. called in the expert. We also 
are big fans of self-deprecating humor and don't take ourselves terribly serious. And I'm going to bet she probably doesn't either. Yeah. She but was I doing her job you, well. I appreciate you being offended on her behalf. Hey, it's Rick and Bubba with an invitation for you to join us tomorrow for a brand new Rick and Bubba show. Rick, it'll be a big and busy show as always. All the headlines you need to know about. We'll have a lot of fun, food, and frolic, and try to keep Greg from offending anyone. All tomorrow on the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out a. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.